I showed up to my brokerage the first day and there was an agent there and she said, just to let you know, you're never going to be able to do this full time. (laughs) And I was like, I mean, and in the back of my head, I knew that this woman did not really do a lot of business. So it kind of went in one ear and out the other, but it still gets to you, you know, and, and you know, I, I worked for another brokerage that I, I told him that I was planning to create a YouTube channel and he rolled his eyes at me. And, you know, I think just being able to tune out the noise and be my true authentic self has really, really helped me in this business. Welcome back to the Real Estate Rockstars podcast. I am Shelby Johnson, and today I'm here with Molly Armando out of Massachusetts in the Rhode Island coast. She has been an agent for 18 months, and in the past 12 months has closed 25 transactions, 12 million closed this year with 3 million pending as a solo agent. And so a bunch of you guys who are trying to get your businesses off the ground, you're hearing that and you're like, damn, 18 months, she's already crushing it. Well, something that we're going to dig into today is the fact that Molly was in the digital marketing space for 10 years before diving into real estate. And let me tell you, it shows. I have been following her since her show got booked. So check her out on Instagram. It's the.southcoast.realtor. And today we're going to dig in how you can pull out those digital marketing expertise and put it into your own business. But Molly, first, welcome. So excited for you to be here. Thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. Dude, we're going to have the most fun. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about your story. I gave a little teaser, but take us back and talk about, you know, before real estate and then your real estate journey so far. Yes. And I think that my story is super important with what got me here today. So as you mentioned, I was in uh, the digital marketing world for about 10 years and I started off in a hardcore like sales pit environment where I would cold call people. I'd get a sale. I'd get their credit card. I'd ring a, like a gong. And then, you know, it was, I think that that was, I only lasted a year doing that, but I think that was really, really crucial because it taught me the fundamental sales 101. You know, it takes a hundred no's to get a yes. And uh, from there, after that, I was in the digital marketing world working with top retailers. So, Neiman Marcus, Kate Spade, um, and I would help them with their digital marketing. Anything from optimizing their homepage, you know, creating shoppable quizzes and buying guides. Um, And then my most recent job, I was helping on the back end of the marketing software. So if you ever get those like abandoned cart emails, like you left this behind, there's a whole science behind that flow. And if you if you as a consumer make this move on the website, then you get this in return. So our system did the whole back end, um, you know, software for that. So I was, uh, let's see, fast forward to 2022. It was uh, February and I was at 130% to my goal. So I've always had some sort of like sales background, like I had a quota and uh, I got a calendar invite from my boss. It was a Friday and it was at 8 a.m. I'm like, this is weird. (laughs) uh, I get on the Zoom call and it's my boss and the president of the company. And I was like, this is now very weird. It's a pretty big company. 
And they said, well, this shouldn't come as a surprise, but we're putting you on a performance improvement plan. And for anyone who knows anything about sales, that means they're getting ready to fire you. And I was like, completely, completely shocked. And they said, per the conversations that we've had on this date, this date, this date, and they were all made up dates. And <laughs> so oh my I, gosh. Um, they said, per, uh, you know, we don't know if you have something personal going on at home. We know you have two young kids. So, you know, we're not sure if that's impacting your work performance. And granted, I was at 130%. And so basically at the end of the day, they just wanted to hire someone else and pay them less than what they were paying me. And it was awful. It was like the hardest, one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through. But looking back, it was the absolute best thing that could have ever happened to me because it gave me the push to go into real estate full time. I always knew that I was going to go into real estate. I thought, you know, maybe when the kids are older or, you know, I maybe later in life, but I never, ever, ever thought I was going to be doing it this soon full time. And so looking back, it was, it was the best thing ever. Oh my gosh, man, that it, that's so ridiculous because 130%, like clearly, especially you're tracking your numbers, you know how you're doing. Oh, yeah. I don't know how I would freaking handle that, like knowing that it was completely fabricated. I had to get a lawyer because I had it. Yeah, they had to, um, I had to hire a lawyer because they, I couldn't quit because if I quit, I couldn't get unemployment. And they also had it written in my compensation plan that they could fire me at any time and they wouldn't have to pay me any of my unpaid commissions, which at the time was like $20,000. So, and then funny enough, I keep this, um, I keep this award on my desk. Like after everything was all said and done and I was no longer with the company, I got this top award, uh, top performer, like plaque in the mail. I'm like, oh, wow, this is, Yeah. So wow, I keep that oh. as a reminder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, okay, but your background in sales, I didn't know that piece. And that is insanely helpful understanding that you have to have 100 no's before you're getting a yes. That's a, that's a shocking discovery to most real estate agents getting started. And then also the digital marketing background, like all of that retargeting and all of the um, campaigns and very, very helpful. So when you were starting out though, you're, this is February of 2022. You're like, I'm going to go full-time real estate. What did you do to get your business from zero and then off the ground? Yeah. Good question. So it, it, I really, really started working, like working this in, I would say May of 2022. And I spent a couple weeks just trying to figure out how I was going to do this. I remember saying to my friends, I mean, everyone thought I was crazy. Um, I think even my mom thought I was nuts. And I said, I'm going to do this full time. And I was saying to my friends, I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm going to door knock. And they're like, what are you talking about? No one's going to like, I would never open the door for someone coming and like trying to pitch me real estate. And so then it was like, I'm going to just rethink everything and use what I know. And so I spent, I would say, a good couple months just building out every single profile that I could, uh, whether it be on Zillow and making sure that Zillow had an updated bio. Redfin, uh, I made a profile on Nextdoor. Uh, I set up my Google, um, my Google business profile. And if you are a real estate agent and don't have your own personal Google business account, then 
that would be my top action item for the day. Make sure that you, yes. you do that. Go now. Pause. Yes. Set it up. Come back. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, keep yes. going. I'm making a list. We got Zella, Zillow, Redfin, Nextdoor, Google Business Profile. What else? Um, and then I spent a lot of time figuring out my own personal brand. So, you know, I, I see so many real estate agents that just post generic marketing updates and, you know, things that you've seen other agents like 10 agents will repost the same thing. And so I spent a lot of time just figuring out what it was, how I am going to be different from everyone else. So I came up with a slogan. So my slogan is, my goal is to help you reach yours. And I think that that, that resonated with me. And so I, I would spend time figuring out your brand, your motto, your brand colors, um, come up with your own logo. You know, you want to make it so that if people see your face and your name and all of your brand colors, that they, when they think about you as a person, they think about all of these other things, all these other things that encompass you when they see you on social or Zillow or wherever they see you. But there has to be something that's, it has to be repetitive. You have to stick with the colors, stick with the consistency. Don't try to keep switching it up for every single Instagram post that you do. Just be consistent. So I spent a lot of time just figuring, like doing a lot of the boring stuff. I set up a CRM. Um, I started a YouTube channel and, you know, just really got my Instagram account up and running. Here's a quick commercial break from our sponsor, Ryan Pineda. If you are trying to grow your real estate investing business, then you need to join us at Wealthy Investor. You have no idea what Wealthy Investor is. It is our coaching program and community. We have helped thousands of students worldwide grow their business. Now, it doesn't matter if you're just getting started and you're trying to get that first deal. We can help you do that. If you're trying to scale your business and go from a few deals a year to a few deals a month or even seven figures a year, we can help you do that too. In fact, last year alone, we had over 30 students do over a million dollars in revenue. And I'd love for you to be the next one. So it's pretty simple. If you're trying to grow your business and wholesale more homes or flip more homes or buy more rental properties, then you need to go to wealthyinvestor.com and book a free call with our team. It's super simple. We'll go on a strategy call with you and figure out how we can help you grow according to your needs. So all you got to do is go to wealthyinvestor.com, book the free call with the team, and we'll see you there. Now back to the show. Okay, perfect. So you are, and guys, if you have not gone, you need to go and take a look at Molly's Instagram for sure. Again, it's the.southcoast.realtor. And you'll see what she's talking about with branding. Like it's very clean. It all is cohesive. She does the coast vibes with the little anchor and the blue colors. Um, so you can have an example right there that you can R&D, rip off and duplicate. <laughs> um, so, okay, we're, we're getting your, your brand, you're identifying your brand. You are making sure that's clear and consistent across all platforms. And now that you have had that set up, which we might come back to dig more into that later, but like from here, what did you do to start getting business? Well, I tried a little bit of everything. I 
you know, I've, I've listened to a lot of podcasts in the past and they always say, get really good at one thing, like do one thing and learn it and do it well. And while I do believe in that in some cases, when it comes to marketing, I think that marketing is a lot like fishing, right? We'll use this analogy. It's a lot like fishing. You have all of these different lines in the water and you don't know which one is going to hit when, but the more lines that you have in the water, the more chances you have to get a fish. So I keep track of every single source from all of my deals. Um, the most common, obviously, friends and family, right? When I first got started and got the ball rolling, my first deal was with a family member. And from there, I just used that as content and collateral, and I kept reposting. And um, since then, I have had um, deals come from YouTube. I've had referral deals come from Instagram. and. Um, it's just a little bit of everything. I've had deals come from my own personal website. Again, if you don't have a, your own personal website, I highly encourage you. Um, you know, a lot of brokerages now, they have one that's included with, you know, they have, it's a template, right? And they upload your, the, your headshot and you have generic text. But I think that it's important to keep your brand and, you know, you can, it's yours. It's your property. You can update it whenever. And I use my website as a way to generate leads. So all of my, uh, I can create forms with the CRM that I use and redirect them, um, you know, download my free home buying guide or learn more about the South, what the South Coast has to offer so they can input their email address, name, phone number, and it goes straight into my CRM. So it's great if you have a brokerage that helps you generate leads, but it only makes sense to have it to do the same thing yourself and get your own leads that way. Yeah. So that's kind of my thought too. When, when brokerages say, I'll provide you leads. First of all, every brokerage says that most of the times they don't. <laughs> and then also it's like, you're putting yourself in a position where you are reliant on someone else feeding you. Whereas if you learn how to fish to go back to your fishing analogy, then you can feed yourself, build your own business and your own brand. And I, I uh, agree about the, the website, you know, and I think about emails too. When, when agents are joining firms and they only use that firm provided email address, like what happens down the road if they do want to leave, then it's like, oh my gosh, everything that I know and have done has been connected to someone else's business. So like, yeah. I'm going to start, <laughs> get your own website, get your own domain, have your own email, yeah. um, create your own personal brand. Yep. And I would, I, I kind of do that when it, going back to the email address thing, I have my uh, brokerage email address that I use for day-to-day -day stuff. But if I'm registering for software or if I'm, you know, buying something random that I don't want, you know, who knows what the future is going to hold, right? You never, I love my brokerage so much, but you know, a lot of times I will um, register my personal email address um, just so that it, it does keep things separate sometimes. Okay. I want to go back and go a little bit more into the weeds. So you have set, you've decided upon your brand, you've made sure your profiles are optimized throughout all of them. Um, you had one friend and family who you closed first, and then you used that one closing, as you said, content and collateral. So you are putting it out on all of your platforms. You're sharing the story, which is attracting more people. So are you doing any actual like outreach or is everything that you're doing through, you know, the, the followers who are already following you or finding you online? Um, I, I guess, yeah. Are you doing any outreach? In terms, 
Well, I guess outreach could be defined as a few different things. I'm not making, I'm not making cold calls. Cold um, outreach. You're right. right. I should have clarified. I'm not making cold <laughs> outreach. Um, I would say no. I think that a lot of my business is just more about nurturing clients that I have. So my CRM is really, really important. So when I think about my client base, they are all in different categories and in different stages in the life cycle, I guess you could say. So I have clients that are cold leads that I've never spoken to. So maybe I have to send them an email once every couple of weeks just to stay top of mind. My, my messaging to that cold lead is going to be very, very different from someone that I've just done a transaction with. So my whole thing with marketing is that you have to market to the person in the right way based on where they are in their life cycle. What CRM are you using? I use HubSpot. HubSpot. Okay. Um, within your CRM, what are the tags and like, what are the, some examples of some of the tags that you have for someone who's starting their CRM and building it out or wants ideas? Well, I think that that's, it's going to be different for everyone. Um, I think it's going to be based on how you organize you you know it's it's not a one crm fits all so i have tailored it to what i how i am best organized um i have leads who haven't responded to me at all ever um i have leads who are past clients and then i also have a different set of leads who i um are people that i would like to talk to but have never had any type of communication with so it's um and that's the biggest challenge, I would say, is just keeping up with the CRM and making sure that all of the data is updated. Because if you have a CRM, but it's not, you're not utilizing it to the fullest, then it's a little pointless. But you have to just stick with it and, you know, block out some time every morning. So every morning I block out time to update my, update my CRM, make sure all the data is, you know, up to date. I send out two thank you notes or two handwritten cards each and every day and um, yeah, time blocking just to make sure that your, your CRM is, is up to date. That's a perfect segue into um, some feedback we actually got from one of the listeners. Shout out to Ryan Overcash in Raleigh, North Carolina for submitting feedback. I love feedback. Guys, if you're out there and you wish we did something more often, let me know. Shoot me a message at The Shelby Show on Instagram. Anyway, thanks, Ryan. So one of his questions is, how do you manage your day? So like schedule wise, because you, you just gave us a little teaser in the morning, we're doing CRM, but could you give us a day in the life, please? Sure. Well, obviously the goal is to be at a closing or to have an inspection or, you know, <laughs> doing those types of things out in the field. But um, a lot of my day, I start the day with, and you have to time block. And it is so, so difficult to be an agent and not time block because you start doing something and then a client calls and then you're distracted and you have to, you have to time block. It's really the only way that you can get stuff done, at least for me personally. So a day in my life, uh, I start writing out 
Thank you notes. Um, I've actually started, this is just a little quick tip. I was um, writing out each and every card. Um, one thing that I've started doing is I use a company called Send Out Cards. And so everything is digital. So you can just type in, hey, so-and-so, like was great chatting with you. And you can brand it. So again, back to branding. On the back of each card, I have you know my slogan, my name. And I say, you know, it, Here's another example. Happy birthday. You can say, here, bring this card to, uh, I have a, a um, partnership with a local cookie shop. So I say, bring this card, get two free cookies on me. And that is just like, it. and so send out cards, they do everything. So they, they just send it. <laughs> and so it makes it super, super easy to send out cards. You don't have to do anything. And um, confirming you, um, so you said it's digital. So basically you go in there and you sync it, you upload, you type in manually, whatever the contacts that you want to get cards. And then you just select them and you write in the message. And then yep. that's, and then from that typing, they're the ones who send it out handwritten. Exa exactly. Yep. And Beautiful. you, uh, you can also, they have different different levels and they have one that you can set it up to like a campaign. So this one particular person will get one card every X number of months. So um, that's something that I'm going to look, uh, look into a little bit more in 2024. Dude, um, that's but, freaking killer. How much, yeah, how much is that? Like 30 bucks a month. Real quick, before we get back to the episode, two things I wanted to share. First, thank you so much for tuning in week after week. It really means the world to all of us. Second, we feel like we're just getting started. If you enjoy what we do here, please follow us on this app, share an episode, or give us a quick review. I promise we're working hard behind the scenes to make this show as good as possible now and into the future. Thanks guys, back to the show. 30 months for unlimited? Cards? Uh, I think it's 40 cards and they have to be quote heartfelt. So meaning they don't want, what they don't want you to do is just send out like a mass mailer to a hundred people and have every single card be exactly the same. Like they gotcha. want it to, they want it to be a personalized note. Okay. Gotcha. And then within that though, so your partnership with the Loki local cookie shop, which is super smart by the way. And after this, I'd love to hear how you got that you know, established, but is that like, uh, in the, the card, it just says, take this card to the cookie shop for two free yep. cookies. Exactly. Okay, gotcha. And then, you then you card. your yep. agreement and, and is that when they walk in with the card, that is yep. their ticket. Okay. Yep. Yep. Girl. It's, it's, it's that simple. <laughs> Very cute. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And real quick, I do want to know, so this is someone, a local, you know, cookie shop that you were like, Hey, um, when people come in with this card, just bill it to me type of thing. Yeah. I mean, they, she could do it digital, like, or, you know, have it be like an automatic thing where it was on a monthly basis, but you know, she trusts me. And so every so often when I'm in the area, I just say, Hey, can I pay up? And I, you know, just, it's, it's that easy. So, um, yeah. Okay. Whether it's, sorry, now I can go back to the day now. That yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So keep going. So day to day, I mean, I also, after I time block for CRM and, you know, time blocking that in the cards, I also have another hour where I am just talking to people, where I'm calling 
past customers, seeing where they're at, getting updates, um, just having conversations, uh, because that's the most important thing to me, is, whether it's a new customer or a, an old you know, person that I've done business with in the past, just having conversation and talking on the phone is so much more valuable than sending them a text. So I always time block half an hour just to chat with um, prospective and past clients. Um, after that, uh, it depends, right? I mean, the goal is to always be out doing something too. So whether it's a smoke inspection or, you know, a closing, I usually try to schedule those for later in the day, later in the afternoon. Gotcha. So one of Ryan, um, we were talking back and forth, the listener who messaged me, um, one of his things is like, you know, everything comes up, you know, everything just feels like he's time blocking. And he's like, I just, the time block exists on my calendar, but in reality, is it existing? So can you talk about how you are able to mitigate that? Yeah. And I am, it, <laughs> I am the worst when it comes to like, if some, if a thought comes into my brain, I need to just do it. So if someone texts me, I need to reply back instantly just to get it out of my brain. And so that's why it was becoming so distracting at, and why I realized that I needed to do time blocking. So I put my phone on do not disturb. I put it in another room so I don't see someone calling me. And that's the biggest thing is just having, having the phone away from you when, when you're doing it. Girl, preach so hard. Do not disturb phone, not even on vibrate face down in another room. I am so with you. It's my favorite thing to do. And um, the thing is, I get yeah. so much anxiety too. Like, Oh, they're, they're not going to think that I got back to them quickly enough or, but every, the work will still always be there. And whether it's now you get back to them in a minute or an hour at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It's, you know, it, you have to, you have to do what's best for you. Yes. That and managing expectations, like those early conversations that you have with people where it's like, Hey, just so you know, right now we're talking face to face and I am not on my phone. So whenever I don't reply to you, it's not because I don't love you so much. It's just because I'm actively engaged in something. And I promise I will get back to you as soon yeah. as I can. And yeah. I feel like setting the stage for that, um, or letting people know, you know, if you've got a needy client or whatever, that's like, Hey, I'm about to go into an appointment for the next two hours, or I'm about to go into a training until noon, which it doesn't have to be, you know, the training can be with yourself doing your follow-ups, <laughs> mm -hmm. but I, I will check my phone right after that. So letting them know up front will just really take, for me at least, take that weight off my shoulders of the anxiety of like, oh, they think I'm ignoring them. Yep. Yep. And it, to that point, whenever I'm having a first initial call with someone, I tell them that communication is my thing. Like, even if I don't have an update for them and I'm waiting on a reply, I'll still text them and say, hey, just letting you know, I'm still waiting on an answer for this. You know, because you have to remember that this is one of the most important, you know, things that anyone will ever do is buying a house so or selling a house. So every single minute is super important to them. And they're probably having a lot of anxiety waiting for, you You know, just a little update. And so I always tell them that communication is my thing. And because that's a lot of feedback that I get from people is that, you know, I was working with another realtor and they weren't really getting back to me. So that's one thing that I really try to pride myself on. 
Okay, so we've got your digital presence. We've got the day that starts out with about two hours every morning of um, outreach and or follow up, making those, you know, lead generation essentially. And then in the afternoon, appointments. So I'm curious about when you do your content creation. <laughs> it is, I try to do it at night when the kids go to bed. And that's the only time that I can really focus and it's quiet. So again, you have to figure out what works for you. You know, um, I would say that anytime that I film a YouTube video, it, it has to be during the day. So again, it's just, if I don't have something in the afternoon, that's when I try to uh, film a YouTube video. Can you take us through your creative process? With your background in digital marketing and what I've seen um, on Instagram, real quick, drop your YouTube channel. What is it? It is Living in Massachusetts and Rhode Island. Living in Massachusetts and Ro Rhode Island. Perfect. The living in is so smart to me. We had a Sam Cottle was a guest, you know, a couple months ago, and he does living in Tampa. And then yeah. we had Will Grimes living in Denver, like freaking think that's so smart on YouTube. Um, well, I, yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. I the area like Tampa and Denver, those are very populated cities, whereas where I live, it's right on the coast. So it had to be more broad than just living in Denver, you know. A quick word on our toolbox. We know it can be overwhelming thinking about all of the systems you want to build into your business. And that is why we ask guests to submit their favorite checklist, template, or tracker so you don't have to build from the ground up. Go to realestaterockstarsnetwork.com and click toolbox for your free access. Thanks so much. With your creative process, you're creating content for YouTube, you're creating content for Instagram, and YouTube you're shooting during the day. Creation, Content creation, I guess, for Instagram is more at night. So um, can you talk about how long that takes you, what the prep looks like, what's the execution, is someone else editing? Like, Just take us through an overview of that, would you? Sure. So to date, I have done all of the editing myself. Um, so I taught myself basic video editing skills. I use Wondershare Filmora for all of my video editing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think that the biggest thing, if we're talking about Instagram specifically, so I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, a lot of the content that I use for Facebook, I will, you know, it's all repurposed. So I start with Instagram. Um, I spend a lot of time scrolling and getting inspiration because you know, at the end of the day, I don't think that I'm going to reinvent the Instagram marketing wheel, but it's important for me to get inspiration and see what other people are doing. And I'm not saying to go copy exactly word for word what other people are doing, but find someone who's on brand that's similar to you that you can pull little tidbits from. So, you know, I spend I spend a couple minutes each day just scrolling through the explore feature on Instagram and just seeing what other people are doing, what what trending audio is working. And, you know, I throughout the day, whether I'm at an inspection or, you know, just at a showing, whatever it is, I try to be authentic and show people that I'm a real person. So, you know, it's the whole like Instagram versus reality thing. I try to make my Instagram the reality. Like I, I highlight 
the not so great things in my life, you know, I think I've posted videos of me crying before <laughs> and I, it's, I think that that is one of the hardest things for people to overcome when they get started is showing their face and showing their true personality. I think it's super, super important to be vulnerable and show that you're a real person, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Okay, so you are scrolling the Explore page for inspiration, trending audio. You're also making a point that throughout your day, you're capturing the moments that will further connect you with your audience and build that authentic, she's a real human, she's relatable kind of relationship without you even doing the outreach, even though you are doing the outreach in the morning. Um, and then you're self-editing. Are you also self-editing for YouTube? I am currently. I think that for 2024, one of my big pushes is to get more active on YouTube. And I think that the only way I can do that is, and really scale is to use an editor. So that's one thing that I'm exploring. I have a couple people I'll connect you with after this. <laughs> um, okay, so we have your lead gen process. What else led to your success out the gate? year one slash year one and a half? I think, to be honest, I mean, I've had so many people in this business say that you can't do it or, you know, shoot down my ideas. Um, I'll never forget when I had just gotten my real estate license and I showed up to my brokerage the first day and there was an agent there and she said, just to let you know, you're never going to be able to do this full time. And I was like, I mean, and in the back of my head, I knew that this woman did not really do a lot of business. So it kind of went in one ear and out the other, but it still gets to you, you know? And, and you know, I, I worked for another brokerage that I, I told him that I was planning to create a YouTube channel and he rolled his eyes at me. And, you know, I think just being able to tune out the noise and be my true, authentic self has really, really helped me in this business. Curious about, this is one more question until we kind of head to the wrap up. Um, your process after you get your, these clients under contract. So, so far we understand you are big on your CRM, you're big on outreach, you're big on online presence. And then once you get them under contract, are you doing contract to close by yourself or what does that piece of the puzzle look like? Yeah, I up until this past week, actually, I had been doing every single thing myself. Um, I'm in the process. I just hired an assistant. Uh, her first day was yesterday. Congratulations, best Thank feeling you. ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's um, it's wild. I mean, the fact that I even need the help is just it's mind blowing. Um, but I think that as you and again, this is like each year I come up with a word. So a word that I look to for inspiration this year, my year, my word was build. I just, it doesn't matter. I mean, I did have a goal of, you know, I wanted to have 20 transactions, but you know, it's remembering that not everything is going to happen overnight. And, you know, next year, I think my word is going to be strategize and or scale, scale. That's what it was. <laughs> and because you cannot, no one can do it all. You can't 
you can't do marketing lead gen you know there's it's just too much to be able to do it all if you want to scale up and so i am going to be spending a lot of time over the next few months figuring out what tasks that i can what are the tasks that i can delegate to other people and which ones are crucial that i you know do myself without losing that personal relationship that you have with the clients. And what does the future hold? As you look out to not just next year, but on the horizon, what does that look like for you? I would love to have a team. Uh, I don't necessarily think that I want to start my own brokerage. I am in the process of getting my broker's license. It has taken a long time in Massachusetts. It's The process is very long, but um, yeah, so I'm studying for my broker's test and I would love to have a team because I love mentoring people. I love helping people. And that's really where I, where I thrive is as a manager. So, um, yeah, well, time will tell, but yeah, I'm, I'm a big, big proponent of goal setting. And so I will be working, uh, with my manager at my brokerage over the next couple months to start, uh, help planning for 2024. And what did we not talk about today that you would like to speak into the universe? <laughs> um, I think it's super important to ask for referrals with every single transaction, whether it's you helped them with a rental or whether it was a past client, um, maybe there was a husband and wife, ask both of them, you know, and going back to the send out cards that I was talking about before, maybe say, if you guys both write a review, I'll send you a little thank you note in the mail. And the other thing that I forgot to mention about the send out cards is that you can also add little gifts with the card. So you can send like brownies or a Starbucks gift card. So that's just like a super easy way. Again, it's it's personal and it just lets them know that you're there. So um, ask for referrals. I always ask on Zillow and I ask on Google. Um, I'm sure you could, you know, there are a million different places that you could ask for reviews, but those are the two that I focus on. All right, Molly, what events, if any, are you planning to attend in the next 12 months? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Do you have any <laughs> suggestions? Dude, yes. Okay. Real Estate Rockstars Mastermind, obviously. Okay. Um, except that, that? It's, it is sold out. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but we, we can put you on the wait list because we have had a couple people with things come up. And so if a spot opens up, and that's for listeners too, if you are still interested in going, this is now going to be the third year. It is the bomb. Um, I've been there since year one and the best time ever. But it's March 6th, 7th, and half the day on the 8th. So ideally, you'd come in on March 5th, 2024, and then leave in the afternoon of March 8th. It's great. Um, you should also go to Tom Ferry Summit. This is, by the way, this is like, I don't even know if I should be <laughs> do it. I'm, I'm going to Summit. It's going to be so much fun. I went last year and had a blast. I really do love conferences. Um, they're really, for me, important to go to like quarterly because you just get so much energy, so much fresh ideas. And then you learn so much and you whittle it down and you're like, okay, these are the three things I'm actually going to implement. Um, but yeah, so go to those two. And, uh, if I think of any more, I'll hit you up. Yes, I have a list. I can send I'm it definitely going to look into that. Yes. Put me on the wait list for rock stars, please. Yes, ma'am. We'll do. 
Okay. Next question. Someone's listening here and they're like, I want more of you. I know I've already dropped your Instagram handle a million times, but they they want to send you referrals. They want to potentially join your team down the road, whatever. Drop your information. Where should they find you? I would say the best place is Instagram. So you already gave that handle. It's the dot south coast dot realtor um you can also send me a or leave a comment on uh youtube so it's living in massachusetts in rhode island it's just at molly armando uh and yeah feel free to send me an email too or text the good old-fashioned text is really like probably one of the best ways to get a hold of me love it i also love how texting is now (laughs) (laughs) old-fashioned Oh my God. Okay. And listeners, if you want to hang out with me and Aaron, we are at the Shelby show and at Aaron Amuchastegui on the gram. As you noticed from the show alone, I love guys. We want feedback. We want to know what you like, what you don't like, you know, are we digging enough into the story? Do you want to get straight to the tactics? Who do you want to, you know, listen to or learn about AI technology, all the whatever. So hit us with feedback. Also, if you didn't know, Aaron has his Aaron's inner circle, which is specifically for investors to go deep. There's some criteria you have to apply investordeepdive.com. And otherwise, guys, that is it. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Molly, you are the bomb and real estate rock stars. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.